Hello, everyone. Thank you for attending another session of Spatial Perspectives. I'm your host, Dan Kui, and today I have with me Joe Michaels, Chief Revenue Officer of Haptics. How are you, Joe? I'm doing great, Dan. Thanks for having me today. Oh, you're welcome. Now, Haptics is probably not a name that a lot of the viewers have heard before. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the company and what you do there? We're a company that's been uh, striving for a really exciting futuristic vision for a long time. By long time, I mean, we've been at this almost nine years. Wow. And yeah, what we've been trying to do is create uh, haptic technology, which means technology that simulates the, the feeling and the sense of touch. Uh, and we want to make the most realistic possible sense of touch feedback, which is extremely useful for virtual reality, and robotics and uh, potentially other applications. And we want to be the world's best, most realistic and immersive form of touch feedback for those applications. Yeah, now a lot of people, even though you gave the definition to it, a lot of people might not understand what you mean. So I wanna play your sizzle reel in the background here. And um, you can talk to it and tell people what they're seeing and, and explain uh, some of the nuances of the product. Absolutely. So you're looking at Haptex gloves and our new product, the DK2. This is uh, years in the making. And when you wear these gloves, when you see virtual objects in virtual reality, you can not only see them, but now you can feel them uh, on your hands and your fingers. Because we have 133 of those points of tactile feedback in each of our gloves. So if you want to walk through a virtual plane, like you see here, not only do you get tactile feedback, but force feedback and extremely precise uh, finger and motion tracking. And all of these technologies combine so that when you're in a virtual environment, you can interact with the world around you. It seems impossible because it's not made of atoms, it's made of bits, but you can interact with those, those bits, that software, like it as if it's real and you can uh, touch uh, buttons and grip things. And you see these people uh, feeling like they're flying a plane. And as they push on the, uh, the controls, they feel like they're in the plane operating real controls, even though it's virtual reality. And, uh, and it just lifts the experience they're having to an incredibly new height. Yeah, so how do you actually, you, you mentioned that they can actually feel what they're feeling in the real world. So if I grabbed a ball, I could actually feel that I'm grabbing a ball. It feels I get the same sensation that I would if I was touching it in real life. How do you do that? Yeah, we use uh, what our engineers call microfluidics. Um, and I like to think of it as compressed air in a really, really clever and unique uh, and patented way. We're actually pushing air through a thin silicone material, which is lined with a bunch of bubbles on the surface. And the air makes these bubbles rise. And this, this material is inside of our gloves. And when your fingers are, are up, pressed up against that material and the bubbles rise and fall, they're displacing your skin. They're pushing against your skin, which is the same thing that would happen if you grip a real object in real life, that object presses your skin and moves it we can do the same thing with incredible precision, which helps us convey the feeling that you're touching something uh, even when it doesn't exist. Yeah, and you know, I, I think that's important. It's, and it's, um, I'm sure you probably have lots of patents on that, that technology. 
but um, being able to feel the slightest touch of what you were doing is, is probably, I mean, would be very important to a lot of industries. I mean, I can imagine, you know, anywhere from the airlines that you just saw to, to doctors and, and anybody else that have to be very precise in their movements and touch. So how is this realistic touch um, important to the VR space as an example? Mm -hmm. Well, as I said before, uh, there have been companies for, for decades working on the visuals, 3D visuals, and convincing your eyes that you've been immersed in a computer-generated world that, that moves as you move and that looks real. But the first thing that most people do when they put on a headset after they marvel at what's around them is look down at their hands. They look to see, do I have my hands with me and can I interact with the world? And controllers, which is what most people in virtual reality have to use, uh, kind of operate in an unnatural way. Like you've got to press buttons with your thumbs and pull triggers with your fingers if you've ever used this. And it's a very unnatural way to use your hands. And so the great thing about haptics gloves is you can just put on the gloves and you, you're in virtual reality and everything around you feels realistic. So if you're an enterprise and you're using these gloves for your, what you're showing here is robotics, which is a little bit of a different use case. But when you, um, when you have the, the, the gloves on, you can touch and feel um, and, and train or, or design, which is sort of the two big VR use cases for us um, in, in 3D space. And it's a very exciting opportunity. And what you see here is the other uh, big uh, application for us, which is robotics. You can wear Haptex gloves and control robot hands, and you can feel what the robot hand is feeling in real time. So you can, you can um, cause this robot hand to perform some incredibly dexterous, advanced uh, procedures and, and, uh, and motions that, that were almost impossible before. And you can do it from any distance. Uh, if you're wearing our gloves, you could be in the United States and controlling these robot hands in Japan or, or, or Europe and, uh, and in real time get them to do the kinds of things that you see here. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. And the reason I ran that video then is because you were also talking about the, the tactile feel of, uh, of reality here. And uh, I wanted people to see how you could actually spin the cap on that bottle because that's pretty significant. And I, and I would think that that's probably one of your, um, your, your advantages over uh, your, your competitors. What are some of the other advantages you have? Well, when most people think about haptics, they're thinking mostly about vibration. Like if you pick up your phone and you're tapping the surface of it and you hit the key, you know, for on a, on a phone keyboard, it buzzes to let you know that you hit it. Or maybe you've got a game controller and it rumbles when, when something happens in the game. That's kind of vibration, that side of haptics. Um, and there are other companies that make gloves that vibrate, but we think of that as a very symbolic sense of touch. If you're really trying to train someone doing a mission critical activity, like a doctor or a surgeon or an airline pilot or, or someone who performs uh, maintenance on you know, electric power lines, these kinds of things you don't want good enough. You want you know, real precise touch feedback in the training. Um, or when you're an automaker and you're designing your cars and you really want to feel uh, the, the features of them, um, you know, that, that's where you need the kind of precision uh, that, that Haptex offers. So Nissan is one of our longtime customers, and uh, you can see these Nissan designers interacting with the features of their uh, models of their cars. And these are just 
virtual 3D models, but the designer is touching it and feeling it and operating it like it's real. And uh, the, the, the engineers and designers at, at Nissan love this technology because they can now judge uh, at the early stages of design, do I like these features? Uh, are they ergonomic? Are they beautiful? Are they safe? Um, will they work well? And that helps them reduce the amount of prototyping, the physical prototyping that an automaker needs to do, which costs so many tens of millions of dollars and, and wastes a lot of time. And now you can get a great sense of how these, uh, these features feel um, when they're still at the early design stages. Yeah, so you, you have, I mean, they look very complex. So is this something that I could go out and buy as a consumer and, and hook them up to a, a game system? Someday we'd love to make that possible. Um, I, I think most gamers have dreamt about, um, you know, realistic haptic gloves for, for use in games because that would just take the game to a whole new level. But, and we did start there, I would say, as a company. Imagine if, you know, we could immerse your full body in this incredible gaming system. And someday we do hope to get there. Uh, for now, we're focusing on enterprise and use cases where you're, you're working in a virtual environment and you need to be able to feel the environment around you for training or design purposes. And this is a, one of our uh, engineers wearing Haptex gloves, our new product, the DK2. And you can see how easily when they're in a VR environment, they can feel everything from you know, writing their name to feeling a plant to opening drawers. These are things that sound easy in real life, but in VR, they're very hard to do. Even feeling um, softer, you know, uh, more fluid physics like, like on a plant. And, and so um, th this is the kind of precision that you get uh, in, in, in when you wear Haptex gloves. And we love to include uh, pets, uh, animals in every Haptex demo. So we had to include a cat uh, here in, in this demo and feeling a, a petting a, a purring cat is, is quite cool wearing Haptex gloves. Um, and then just so you, since you're looking at this, this is the, uh, the, the airship that you find yourself in uh, in this demo. And before you know it, you're at the helm of the ship with total control and you can take it wherever you want it to go. And it feels realistic. You can steer it, uh, you can control the different uh, features of it and everything feels realistic, uh, which is just one of the great things about Haptex gloves. And um, you know, then because we wanna show you that we can train you to do things like maintenance and service, um, we have something go terribly wrong in this demo and you have to repair the ship and we're gonna train you how to do it. So you see, uh, by the way, that the, you're wearing all the equipment on your body so you can move through this, uh, this room scale space. And we teach you how to repair the ship and operate all the controls and use the tools. And it, you're not just learning about it, uh, because of Haptex, you're learning how to do it. And uh, if you do a good job and you use Haptex gloves to repair the ship, then, uh, then you're rewarded. And that's, this is really the future of virtual training and virtual presence. It's having not just you know, your, your eyes and ears working, but your whole body. Uh, so we're very excited about it. Yeah, very cool. It, and it looks very interesting. And, and like I said, I'd love to get a pair and uh, <laughs> use, them, use them to fly my own ship here. Um, and I'm sure some of, the, some of the, the folks that are gamers on the program will be uh, interested in, in, in seeing that. But uh, I guess they'll have to set, uh, settle for going to work with, with companies that are doing this. 
Um, well, you know, I wonder if location-based entertainment companies someday will bring this into theme parks and, and VR, you know, uh, cafes and the kind of place where you can use it, um, you know, while you're experiencing a game or entertainment without having to own it yourself. Yeah, you need to talk to Disney, I guess. <laughs> but um, have you, do you have any medical uh, customers at this point uh, using, the, using the gloves? We do. Uh, Haptex gloves are an excellent uh, tool for training people who use their hands, even at the level of uh, some surger, surgical procedures. Um, and a lot of, you know, we, we're helping to train army medics, uh, for the right. US Department of Defense, um, anything where you, you really need to uh, build muscle memory. Um, you want to build it accurately and, and the right way so that, you know, when you're in an emergency situation, your hands know how to behave. They, they just automatically go where they need to go and do what they need to do. So haptics gloves as part of a virtual training program, do that. And, uh, and we're excited to work with, with the army and with, with medical providers uh, to, to, to help get there. Yeah. And so, I mean, obviously you guys have come a long way and you've brought the, the tactile response uh, quite a step forward. Um, where do you see it going in the future? Do you see other types of devices for the body or, you know, um, where are you headed? If you yeah, can say. Well, as, yeah, yeah. As I said before, um, the original vision of the company was pretty exciting. It was, you know, a full body haptic suit uh, and a full body exoskeleton. Um, and, and, you know, you really can use a system like that to um, simulate any kind of activity, any behavior, and it would be the ultimate gaming or entertainment or, you know, communication machine. And um, we're, we're making strides toward it. We, we're, of course, starting with the hard part, the most commercially applicable part, which is the hands. Right. Um, but but we're, we're starting to, to work on, you know, the more of the body. We were awarded a National Science Foundation grant uh, last year, um, which over several years will help us work on sort of more force feedback on the body. And, and we've got some really exciting things to talk about in, in the next year or so, you know, that are sort of the, the next steps toward that broader vision. Yeah, with, with COVID now, uh, I, I'm sure it's probably gotten a little bit more difficult to, to show and have people feel what your product is like. Um, do you anticipate being out at any shows this year? Uh, or are you conducting any type of one-on-one -on -one, uh, meetings with your clients? Yeah, we're kind of like that uh, kid on the playground, like, let me at him, you know, and everyone's holding him back. As soon as we can get in front of our customers again at, at trade shows, we absolutely will. This, there's no substitute, as you can imagine, for sure. getting your hands in something like this and trying it. And so um, we've already signed up to be at uh, AWE in Santa Clara late this year. And, um, you know, we're, we're hoping that ITSEC, the, uh, the military trade show in Orlando, which comes late this year, will be there. Uh, we certainly want to be at CES. And uh, if there are other opportunities in the meantime, now that uh, things seem to be opening up a bit uh, with the, the pandemic, we will be there because we love to meet with our customers. Yeah, for those who don't know, AWE stands for Augmented World Expo. And it's probably one of the best places to see every type of augmented reality, virtual reality, extended reality, or any type of realities that we come up with new names for. Um, Joe, I really want to thank you for being on the program. It's been really interesting. Um, wish you good luck and can't wait to actually give them a try myself. I can't wait, Dan. We'll see you uh, at a show in the future for sure. Thanks. Sounds good. Thank you very much.